Hello, my name is Victor Torres with Generation Justice. I'm here today with Arturo Sandoval, a native New Mexican and founder and president of the Center of Southwest Culture. He was also the Western Regional Coordinator of the very first Earth Day. Arturo, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes, I'm a native of New Mexico, as you mentioned earlier, born and raised in northern New Mexico to a very large family. Uh, But at a very early age, uh, I became very concerned about a lot of uh, critical issues facing our country. And I think that was a process of being in uh, college, coming of age at the age of 18, 19. The fact that I actually uh, came to university in a period of great uh, upheaval and excitement in the country. There was the uh, anti-war Vietnam movement. There was the black civil rights movement. Uh, there was the Chicano movement starting the Chicano civil rights movement. Uh, there was the women's rights movement uh, starting. So uh, as a young man, it was incredible to be able to see all these different uh, movements happening. And I got really engaged in all of those issues at a very young age. So uh, that's how I came to Earth Day. I saw that there was really a holistic approach to all of the issues we were facing that I believe that uh, a lot of the same uh, people that caused uh, bad housing or that were polluting rivers and and companies like that were basically the same people that were discriminating against people because of the color of their skin or exploiting people for for personal profit. So to me, I didn't see a difference between the women's rights movement, the Chicano civil rights movement, the black civil rights movement, or in this case, what emerged as the environmental movement. And you also um, founded the Center of Southwest Culture. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I founded the Center of Southwest Culture about 21 years ago. And the reason I founded the center was I wanted to have a formal institutional setting, a way for me to be able to impact communities to build uh, healthy communities, especially in underserved communities, especially Latino and Native American communities. So the center uh, works to create healthy people and healthy communities, mostly uh, in the, what we call the greater Southwest. So that means uh, northern Mexico and the greater U.S. Southwest. And we do it through economic development. We do it through cultural and educational programs. So I've been at that formally for 21 years, but I've actually been engaged in building community for about 46 years since I was a young man of about 18. Well, that's amazing that you have been at it that long. On the very first day, you were quoted as saying, we are going to make people understand that the kind of things that cause air pollution and water pollution are the same kinds of things that cause poverty, that cause hunger in this country. What did you mean by that? And is it still true today? Yes, and I, again, I think what I meant by that was that the same kind of uh, values, the same kind of values that would uh, make people think that it's all right to pollute the planet, that to use our very limited water resources with no uh, interest or concern about the consequences of how they're destroying these very critical resources of land and air and water for the simple purpose of creating personal wealth are the same core group of people or the same people who share the value that think it's okay to exploit people. And if you if you think it's okay to do, exploit both the natural resources of the planet, I believe you're the same kind of person that thinks it's okay to exploit people because of the color of their skin, 
or because they have a disability or because they're a woman. So I believed that then, and I think, and that's why I got so deeply engaged in Earth Day and organizing the first Earth Day. But it's why I continue to do the work because I know that the problems we had 42 years ago in Earth Day are just as bad, if not worse. In some areas, we've improved, and in other areas, it's gotten worse. I think that it's still going on today, and I think we have made a lot of improvements. And there seemed to be a lot going on around the country. Can you tell me what else was going on and why people really wanted to make a day and really wanted to bring environmental issues? Well, it was a period of great activism, as I told you, with the black civil rights movement, the Chicano civil rights movement, the women's movement. So people were already very active. And the idea of spending a day... Uh, on behalf of the earth, demonstrating on behalf of the earth really resonated at that point in America. So on Earth Day, there were more than 20 million people out doing peaceful, positive activities all over the country. More than 20 million Americans turned out, and it's still the single largest uh, civil action in the history of the United States. So I'm very proud to have been a very small part of that. But what happened then, the reason that people responded is, for example, we were polluting all of our rivers. Our rivers were actually catching fire. I forget which river it was. that Maybe it was in Pittsburgh or in Ohio, where there was a chemical company putting so many chemicals out there that one night uh, there was a fire started on a little boat, and the whole river looked like the water was burning because it had so many chemicals. And I think that image went across the country, and it startled people into thinking, oh, my God, I mean, is it is that the level we've gotten to? So as a result of Earth Day, a lot of major initiatives were enacted at the national level. So uh, the Clean Air and Water Act was passed. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, was started. There was just a whole bunch of formal legislation that was passed unanimously by a bipartisan support in, in both houses of Congress and by then-President Nixon, of all people. And we were able to clean up the rivers and make our air a lot safer. So in that way, we've, we've gotten really good. The long-term deficit, the things we didn't realize was that that value, that negative, what I call a negative value, that people think they can enrich themselves personally at the expense of everyone else on the planet, continues to be a very dominant theme in most capitalist systems. So it's unfortunate that that's still there. Now we're facing uh, global warming, and, and, you know, the planet really is in peril. And, it's, and you never want to just, you don't want to say, oh, we're, the planet's dying. But there's serious issues, and we really need to address them. And the first Earth Day has not obviously not solved that problem. So it's important for all of us, especially youth, to really get involved at a local level in trying to figure out how can I help just every day in some small way? What's one little thing I can do every day that makes the planet healthier? Yeah, I think it's important to keep on because we have to live on this planet. and It's our duty to take care of it and to make sure that we're doing all we can. Absolutely. And I think we're all connected. And I've always thought, Victor, that I've always thought back to my great-grandfather, who was named Leonardo Sanchez. He was a land-grant member in, in the Tecolote land-grant in San Miguel County in northern New Mexico. And he was an activist in fighting against the encroachment, the fact that their common lands, their Mexicano lands, were being stolen by outside people who wanted to take their land for their own purposes. It's the same thing that's happening with when you pollute a river. You're taking some Something that does not belong to you for your own personal gain. And he was what they called the Goras Blancas. They were 
they were fighters against this encroachment. And my grandfather was one of those people. So that was a hundred more than a hundred years ago, 120, 30 years ago. Yeah. But I see myself as part of a long connection of people in history. So my role is to do my part in my lifetime and to honor my grandfather by my work and to encourage my children. And now I have a beautiful new one-year-old grandson is I need to pass along the torch to him so that he understands that it's that it's important that he work to save the planet and to work for peace and justice. Well, that's great, and I'm glad there's people out there like you that are, are trying to pass on the torch for future generations. Well, and I likewise think it's wonderful that there's people like you in Generation Justice that actually care enough at a young age to really want to make a difference. And not only do you want to, you actually are doing it at a much younger age than I was. So that's really that's really fantastic. It makes me feel very proud to know that the younger generation does care and the younger generation is engaged. And I think you guys are a lot smarter than we are. I don't think we had Wheaties when I was a kid, and you guys do. So I can tell you guys are a lot sharper than we were back in the day. Well, thank you for saying that. And so what can people still do to help? And environmental issues. Well, you know, it's such a huge problem that you think when you look at it, if you just started reading national media, you would think, well, there's nothing I can do. The problems are too big. But that's not true. There's something you can do every day here locally. If you're living in Albuquerque or in Santa Rosa or in Taos or in Española or in Las Cruces, there's something you can do as a human being. There's great energy that each human has. And we can expend that energy in a positive way locally, doing things locally. So there's a lot of things you can do. You can start by just changing your lifestyle a little bit to use less water every day. We live in a desert. That would be good. But there's a lot of things you can do. You can lobby your legislators. You can write letters to the editor when you see issues and you want them to uh, do something about it. You can organize like Generation Justice does. You organize with other young people and you go meet with people that are in power and you say, this has to change. And I think that does have impact. I know it does have impact because in my own life, I have seen people change uh, behaviors just because they were... They got organized and they stayed at it and they did the work. Each of us in our own village, our own town, our own city, each of us can change the world for the better. Yes, I think that's important um, that the younger generation um, know what is going on and um, just so they can be able to change things and to help out in their communities. So I think that's important. Like you said, everybody can make a difference, so I think that's very profound. Um, listeners that haven't really been involved in Earth Day, why would you encourage them? I don't like to be an alarmist, but I do think the Earth is under enormous stress because of human actions, and I think those actions can be curtailed. We have the power as as intelligent human beings to to stop the kinds of activities we're doing now that are really putting a huge amount of stress on the system, on the planet's system. So as long as we have a choice and that it's still not too late, I think all, everybody has an opportunity to get involved in trying to convince those people in power that are creating these issues and these problems that they need to stop. 
and we can do it. And you, it doesn't require an armed struggle or an armed revolution. It requires people really committed to the issues and people willing to devote their life. Because I started Earth Day in, in 42 years. I helped start Earth Day 42 years ago. But the struggle goes on. I have to do something every day, and I do something every day. I try to commit myself every day to make the planet a better place. So is that, like you said, people can make a difference and you just have to be deeply engaged. And is there anything else you would like to add? No, I just, I'm very hopeful and I'm very hopeful for the next generation. And I'm, as I say, I'm honored to be, uh, to know the, all of the, uh, a lot of the people in Generation Justice. You're all really brilliant young people. And I feel better, I sleep better at night knowing that you guys are out here actually uh, trying to change the world in a positive way. It makes me feel a lot better about the future of the planet. Okay, thank you, and thank you for being a role model to us, you, and thank you for being in your community working hard to make a difference. So thank you for your time, and I really enjoyed this interview. And I likewise, thank you so much.